You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. In a world filled with cigars, craft beer, comics, movies, and video games, only two men are brave enough to search out all things nerdy. It's the Cigar Nerds Podcast! And welcome to Cigar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Smokin' Joe, and Brad is still lost in some undisclosed country, and I didn't want to do another solo show, so I brought in, uh, if, you remember, if you've watched any of our Dragon Con content, you may remember her from that, but my lovely wife, the Ginger Avenger. Thank you so much. I'm so, <laughs> so excited to be here. And also, I still have another 30 days before I can start smoking, so she's going to be my stunt lungs for the uh the episode and giving giving us her uh first professional cigar review um if you want to know why i'm not smoking check out our youtube video it's called i got cut in mexico that kind (laughs) of details my surgical process but yeah i got about another 30 days before i can enjoy a good smoke again uh so this week you're smoking the arturo fuente florafina 858 rosado sun grown what do you think so far? <laughs> All right. Well, as someone that, and let's as, preface this yeah, by your let's do that. usual profile is flavored cigars only. Like you smoke yep. acids, the various degrees mm-hmm. of acids. So a tobacco flavored cigar <laughs> is, is relatively new to you. It's not as bad as I was expecting, but then again, it's not as strong as something you would normally smoke. So that's probably why. That's what I tried to do. Since you were, I knew you were going to be sitting in this episode. I didn't start at mine and Brad's kind of palate level. It's like, all right, let me get something that I normally wouldn't smoke because it's a little, a little lighter. harsh for me, maybe just a little. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the reviews did say like slow start, so yeah, kind of. Um, there's not a whole lot of flavor yet. Just it's all right so far. <laughs> Are you picking up? Oh, you said there's not a whole lot of flavors, but you not are yet. you picking up anything <laughs> yet? How's the construction? Something woodsy. Is it, it's uh, a little woodsy. There's a little kind of cedar, maybe. Actually, that's probably what I'm getting is basically cedar. Construction is not bad. It's not even running on me, which is pretty common for an acid. So <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that. But not sure yet. So this uh, consists of a Ecuador Rosada Sungaron wrapper. Uh, and Dominican fillers, uh, they did not, uh, discuss what the actual tobacco blend is, but yeah, Ecuador Rosado Sun Grown and the Dominican Republic. And this is kind of a Fuente limited, uh, release cigar. They, I think the original one came out in like, they did like one in 2002 and, and this, this particular blend I believe was released in 2018. So it's. It's one of those kind of limited production runs. So if you can, if you're a Fuente smoker and you can find this, uh, pick one up. So we're kind of new old school this week. Uh, well, like from, I said, my, you know, the video I got cut in Mexico, like literally just got back from Mexico. So not a whole lot of time to watch anything new. Yeah, so much. we're going to review a movie we watched on the plane. <laughs> Which is a new movie that I hadn't had a chance to see because it was kind of a limited release where you had to, it was like only in theaters for like one or two nights, but 
we're going to talk be talking about Clerks Three, uh, Kevin Smith's latest uh, opus. And well, if you got to make it through a day uh, of clerking, you should call in the Strike Force, StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use your <laughs> promo code Cigar Nerds for twenty percent off your order. That will get you, uh, you know, all jacked up to deal with the mouth breathers that you might have to uh, deal with if you are a clerk. Or any kind of service industry, for that matter, because, uh, matter of fact, I can use some now. But it's going to be all right. Yeah, like I said, most jobs are great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. That's true. <laughs> and with that, we'll be right back. When I was a young boy my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons and all the non-believers? The plans that they have made Because one day I'll leave you A phantom To lead you in the summer To join the Black Parade And we are back It's time to discuss Clerks 3 So <laughs> buffering <laughs> buffering <laughs> so there's <sighs> holy shit <dude. laughs> well what did without getting into specifics yet what did you enjoy the movie <sighs> you're gonna hate this and i'm gonna say it anyway <sighs> there was a lot more emotion and there was a lot more heart in this one i mean the other ones are funny yes they're very very funny don't get me wrong but there was some emotional behind this one there was some you know, so specifics that... like, i'm just overall i liked it overall but i like all the clerks movies so i and like we we normally it had problems i like it i liked it kind of less on the second watch through because some of the there's just some writing issues that i was like eh. and we'll eh. get into that later on because I like to start with the positive of what, I mean, I did like it, but I think there was some kind of wrong turns <laughs> toward the really? end. Really? I didn't yeah, I like know. Yeah. Like I said, watching it the second time, it kind of like, it's like the nostalgia wore off and I'm like, oh, that's kind of, kind of fucked up. <laughs> All right. Well, to be fair, I've only seen it once. So that might be why this is, the nostalgia factor is still there for me. But then again, like I said, I think we might've watched the first Clerks movie on one of our dates way back when that might have dated us a little bit but still yeah original clerks came out when i was still in high school it came out in 1994 okay so clerks 2 was uh 2006 and now here we are 2022 <laughs> yeah the nostalgia factor's still there for me i thought it was good i think they're <sighs> i can't like I said... believe how they've aged <laughs> and i can't believe how we've aged either so <laughs> hey, i've aged like fine wine absolutely <laughs> fine whiskey dear absolutely Maybe like some smith so they're fermented grapes, but still. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of fermented. <laughs> <laughs> That's right now. 
the side effects of gastric surgery is lots of gas, uh, lots of gas. More so than normal, too. That's the sad part. This is mostly burps. That's true so oh. far. But and like I said, we'll start with the positive because I don't want to shit on anything right out the gate. And my complaints are going to be more character development related than kind of execution that I, I, yeah. But anyway, so the movie starts, our clerks are still clerking. And this is like the first time we've seen quick stop in color. Now see, that works for me though. It's the natural progression of things for me. I mean, clerks two was in color, but it was all in the movies. We didn't like, you know, they like the only shot we get of them because literally the movie starts with the cl- with the quick stop burning down. Mm. <laughs> well, that's true. So yeah, the only part we get with inside the quick stop is once uh, Dante and Rantel have reopened it, and then it immediately fades black to black and white. So this is the first time we've spent a significant amount of time in the in the quick stop in color. It's a whole <laughs> new world. It's fantastic. It's a whole new world. No, no, no! Don't do that! <laughs> Don't do that! Trust me on this. Oh, but yeah, this. Uh, and the viewership just dropped by 50%. <laughs> I kind of thought, uh, well, all right. So Clerks 3 starts with, yeah, they're all still working at Quick Stop. And Randall, as always, is fucking with Elias, the ultra Christian kid, which is, it's kind of funny because as a 20 something in the first movie, now fifteen years later, that old. I think he may have been a teenager, seventeen, maybe, 18, maybe. But him as a grown ass adult, still calling everybody <laughs> Mister Donde and Mister Randall, and it was like, dude, like, fucking, you're in your thirties, man. Like, when are your balls gonna drop? <laughs> I've seen some people like that. I'm in the service industry. You'd be surprised. I actually have some like that. <laughs> so, misread, miss. Yeah, it's oh. it's kind of weird coming from an adult. You know, but, but yeah, the, a lot, and if you look at like, he's literally not done anything since Clerks 2. I don't know what he's gone off to do in real life, but yeah, in the interim, he has not acted whatsoever, which I think his performance may have showed that a little. Nah. I don't know if that was like a character trait on purpose, but yeah, he's very much just kind of like. The awkward, yeah, I think it was one, definitely like, part of the character. Kind of one, like, uh, there's one no note. range in his voice. Yeah, <laughs> there is. It was very much like, monotone. this is the voice I'm doing, and I'm yeah. only, even, except for the, I mean. Very little display of emotion. <laughs> yes. Kind of robotic, maybe. Maybe he's a little bit, you know, on the spectrum a little bit. You know, he's touch like, the tism? Yeah, he's just got, a, got the tism touch. He's not, like, full-blown, but, you know, he may just have a little Asperger's or something, <laughs> character-wise. Uh, yeah, I wonder what he did in, like, real life. Because he did a couple movies, he did Clerks 2, and then nothing until this movie came out. Maybe he actually did work at a fast food place. Maybe he was at a movie somewhere. We don't know. Yeah, speaking of agent, man, that guy, like, looks oh, nothing yeah. like he did in the original. <laughs> Homeboy got thick in the, in the last... Uh, well, 20 years, you know. Kind of tend to do that, dear. I mean, Randall and Dante pretty much look the same, except, you know gray and maybe hairline receding a little bit but 
Dante's hairline receded. Randall's, I don't, you don't ever see Randall's hairline. He's got a hat on <laughs> the whole time. But freaking Rosario Dawson has not aged a day. Uh-uh. She's, She's like a hot. fucking vampire or something. She's still hot. <sighs> Definitely hot. But yeah, and then we have, and they're doing all the same shit. Like, it, like, it leans heavy on the nostalgia at the first. They're all playing cocky on the roof, and it's all the guys from the previous movies. It's like all the guys from comic book men and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you even see Jay and Silent Bob. I love the introduction, introduction, introduction of Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, at when we last saw them was Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and they had a fake chicken restaurant they were selling drugs out <laughs> of called Cock Smokers. Yep. Which apparently they finally, since they helped Dante and them re reopen the, the Quick, quick Stop because yeah. they had all that Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back money. Mm. <laughs> And in real life, the RSD video has gone out of business like a while ago. So they're like, well, we can't have the video store. So what do we make? It's a dispensary now. It's fine. Yeah. Because like. Let's move on to the modern culture. Like weed is now legal in Jersey. So they just put a little sign over and said RSD. Instead of RST video, it says RST THC. (laughs) And they're they're storing all the weed in the old like movie VHS cases. But I love that like. They've spent a lifetime as illegal drug dealers, and now that they are legit, legal, they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. it's like so guy here, comes out of the store and he's like, "Slip it to me, slip it to me." No, it's okay, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah. It's like guy comes out of the store. He's like, uh, "Is anybody working?" Yeah, man. What do you want? You know, uh, three uh, uh, freaking Snoogans pre rolls. He's like, "All right, got you." So like, hand me the money. Like does the whole like illegal under the side of the jacket, <laughs> yeah. off to the back. You know, here, pass it on. No, you don't. The guy's like, "Really? This is how we're doing it." He goes, "This is how we did it in the '90s, son." <laughs> but yeah, know that... anything about that? Of course not. <laughs> yeah, but that whole them like unable to move. They're like, "We're completely legal. We could run a legit. Bi- well, we are running a legit business, but we still got to stand out front of the store and make like." Here's illegal my question, though. Is it truck. still legal if you're doing it out front of the store instead of inside? Because well, I think I there may be some legalities involved there. I think that... I know, like, uh, with alcohol and stuff, you can't, like, consume it outside of, of said restaurant. But, I don't know, maybe they still need that little bit of thrill of, like, we're going to do, like, a, some mild crime. Yeah, just to, you know. Just so we feel uh Crime <laughs> feel light. Normal. You're older now. you got kids and responsibilities. you got to make it, you know, enough to just keep going. <laughs> And in Jay's case, he does have. <laughs> oh. A couple, actually, I think. But yeah, yeah. And then we get. Can we talk about the horse face? Because holy God. Oh, God. <laughs> the face, uh, it looks like it's been stretched. It's just. It was a little. <laughs> a little unnerving not, uh, at first. Jay recently. The first. Yeah. It was a little unnerving at first because. Yeah, in the real world, I, I believe. Like, cause you know, Jay's been, Jay's been sober for a while now, but he kind of got his teeth all jacked up because of the, the drugs and everything. So once he got sober and got, you know, money again, he's like, all right, let me fix my teeth. And it just kind of changed the whole we gotta structure of his head. We got to fix the grill, but it's, his face is now like, <laughs> like I said, you know, it reminds me long. of, uh, 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 Bruce Campbell when he like gets his face stuck in the Nakronomicon and it stretches yeah. when he's trying to. <laughs> pull it out <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna lie i did think at first that it was supposed to be just some kind of effect that was thrown in there to fuck with people because that's what it looks like to me but no this is real this is really what his face looks like now it's like okay 
I mean, we yeah. can roll with this. He looks a little strange, but some white ass teeth too. Yeah, so yeah. it was a little bit like polished veneers. Those are nice. Exactly look like Jay. <laughs> Whereas oh. Bob looks the same as he always looks. He doesn't oh, change. He's doesn't Bob matter now, how, though. but doesn't matter how much weight he, he gains or not. Vegan. His face is still looking. His face is still the same. It's still I think Jay even face. calls him a carrot eating fuck at one point. <laughs> Can you blame him? Because we call him the same thing. Uh, yeah, I've been on a liquid diet. I'm a carrot-eating fuck. You're not even eating carrots. <laughs> I haven't made it that far yet. Yeah, but uh, uh, I miss meat. Not me. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, This is not that podcast. <laughs> but yeah, the <laughs> Elias comes in with a box of... Uh, kites. Buddy Christ. It's Buddy, Buddy Christ. Christ. To promote his new crypto club, which this movie was definitely written before the, the great crypto crash yeah. that we had in this last And he's like, yeah, we're starting a Christian crypto club called like... Crimson remember? something. No, that was afterward. It oh, was yeah. Like Christian kites or Christian something like that. Christian kites or something, yeah. That they were going to make some NFTs and shit. And he's like, and then they were selling kites to promote their <laughs> NFTs. Uh, and then, of course, Randall. All right, this is where I'm going to point out I'm an idiot. What's an NFT? <laughs> Non-fungible token. Okay. It's basically limited artwork that's in the a digital space. So you don't actually have anything physical. You just have, like, some piece of art in the metaverse or whatever that I- no I'm one else gonna has. I'm just going to go play Dr. Wario on my Nintendo now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's... it's the next, it's like fancy crypto, where crypto is like coins, uh-huh. NFT is like tradable art, pretty much. Oh, okay. God, I'm old. Anyways. Don't worry, it all crashed, and it's all mostly worthless now. because I must have missed that one. <laughs> but it was really popular for a, <laughs> a hot minute. Uh, it's not how we did things in the 90s, son. So far out of touch. Just so far out of touch. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it still is in the 90s. <laughs> oh, simpler times, man. Simpler times. Were they though? Were they? <laughs> Simpler for me. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, for you, they were. They weren't so much for me, but you know. Still living at home in the nineties. It was didn't had less bills. <laughs> yeah, you are still living at home now. It's your home. That's the problem. Uh, but yeah, but now in your forties, they expect results. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ghostbusters. You've never worked in the private sector. No. They expect results. <laughs> nah. nah, it's all right. It'd be all right. Oh, uh, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> Randall keeps talking shit about his his Christian uh, stuff, and eventually, uh, jokingly, uh, Elias prays to smite him, and. Perfect timing. He has a heart attack. Cue the thunderbolts. Randall drops down to the floor. You know, and it's funny because you don't listen to the podcast, but once Randall gets picked up and taken to the hospital, there's this whole thing like, uh, "What kind of you know pain are you in?" Like, uh, like negative three. That's you know pretty funny for a guy having a heart attack. What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you should be in all sorts of pain. <laughs> and then like the whole like doctor, uh, the I think that whole part was a PSA for people that have grown up with clerks. This is what you should watch out for, just so you know. You know we're going to throw the information in there. Well, that's the thing. Like, the script totally changed. They were supposed to do this movie several years ago, and they just couldn't. At that time, Weinstein wasn't in prison, so they had trouble getting the uh, the rights back to 
do a Clerks movie. And then after Kevin had his heart attack, the script got completely rewritten. It's like, um, like the original script is probably, I don't know how close this is to the original script, but yeah, it was well, majorly overhauled some, after Kevin said, wait a minute, I got to do attack. some bargaining with God. So maybe I better put some PSAs in here and something to atone for some things. Please don't smite me down. If you don't but that mind. whole conversation about, uh, like some of the lines, you know, that the doctor, uh, has and the whole like arguing with the orderly about shaving his balls because he has a small dick like, <laughs> all those are straight from real life like <laughs> kevin has told that story on his podcast about uh not wanting to get his nuts shaved for the surgery because uh he was well, afraid see, maybe everyone this would see part his of dick. bargaining with god after this after he had his heart attack if you let me live i'll tell the small dick story <laughs> Let me live. I'll tell the stall big story. I'll put it in a movie so it goes on forever. And that's the price I have to pay. <laughs> I think also that one where she's like, if you know any prayers, this would be a good time. And he starts like, you know, Krom or <laughs> praying to Krom. Yeah. From, uh, I think, Kevin, it was like the Green Lantern, uh, <laughs> Green Lantern uh, uh, oath because that was like the only thing you could remember. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. With a great power comes great responsibility. I will hear the lamentation of their women and children or something. I can't remember how it goes. But. Save me, Batman. Or uh, was it uh, Will Ferrell from uh, from Talladega Nights? Help me, Jesus. Help me, Tom Cruise guy. Yeah, help me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Save me a little ele- nine ounce, 11 per- a nine pound, 11 ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like pretty much all that shit was like straight from real life (laughs) if you've if you've uh, actually listened to his uh some of his podcasts and public speaking making money by your own you know personal humiliation is it really humiliating at that point if you're making millions off of it does it really matter no i mean i'd make an ass of myself if i was getting paid for it you make an ass of yourself without getting paid for it. True enough. So True do enough. I. It's that matter on a regular basis, so it's okay. Now I just got to figure out how to get paid for it. Yeah. That part. <laughs> well, there's always OnlyFans. Not for me. I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe when I, when I get skinny and... and Dad bods shit. are in, man. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> I got a contract inside that says so. My hopper, uh, get my hopper look on. I'm down with that. I still need to get one of those uh, Stranger Things Hawaiian shirts. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that makes me Winona Ryder. I'm okay with that. That's not a bad way to go. So, uh, Randall's life flashes before his eyes, and he's like, watch the movie of my life, and it fucking sucked. I've done, <laughs> I've done nothing with my life. Which, it's kind of weird to say about this about somebody who's like in their 50s, Clerks 2 was kind of a coming-of-age story for Dante, where this one is kind of the coming-of-age, or at least finally becoming a real adult for Randall. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't do it till nearly the end, though. He's still a selfish, obsessed asshole. I that's mean, how movies work. You can't, uh, you can't have, like, you know... You can't come to that great realization in the middle. It has to be near the end. Yes, that's pretty much how, there you go. how story structure works. So he's like, yeah, I've watched, all I've done is like watch movies and talk shit. And then finally Dante's like, yeah, I always thought you could make a good movie. And he's like, 
I should make a movie. Bulb, you know, bulb going. I was like, we're making a movie. <laughs> Which, admittedly, and basically they set out to make clerks. <laughs> Except their version's called Inconvenience, but it's basically clerks. Burp number one. <laughs> we're going to keep a count. <laughs> You know, marker board to make a tally. Yeah, I need to figure out how to do Photoshop and I just add like a check mark in the in the video. Uh, admittedly, it's much probably much easier to do that today than it was when Kevin Smith made the original Clerks. Probably because a lot of everybody wants to be you know ten seconds famous. I mean, so just the technology to, back then well, you had to have actual film. Now it's like fuck if I wanted to, I could film a whole movie on my damn phone you know yeah. <laughs> like the the storage and the don't need a 50 space. pound camera and a fuzzy boom mic that's nine inches long or nine feet long no you can just use a microphone tape to a hockey stick yeah there you go <laughs> that would actually be pretty you know that's what that they use for the movie the oh <laughs> if you weren't paying attention i must have missed that part my bad <laughs> so yeah they set out to start writing clerks uh three or well say what now they start out to write <laughs> the original clerks movie and in, in their world but i like how they brought back all the previous the characters part, like the original because i mean when kevin made that movie he didn't have famous friends it was all people from the neighborhood and they literally like got for the most part all those people that were in the original film except for uh I mean, the previous girlfriend, what was it? You, how many dicks exactly? 17 something? 37. 20, 37. That's right. It's always My 37. Bet. 37. 37? Yeah. She didn't look too bad. She looked, I mean, there was some wear on her tires, but not bad. <laughs> oh. But yeah, the uh, the other, the, the one who uh, was going to marry the Asian design major, uh, she has passed away since then. So that's the mm. only one who... For them that I can think of, did not return from the the original crew, but they go through like their original plan of like I've changed the names to protect the guilty. Mm -hmm. Let's get real actors to be in this movie, and they they do this hilarious like montage of auditionings, and that's where Kevin puts in all his famous buddies uh, uh, for their cameos. <laughs> Why is it always Affleck? <laughs> Why is it always Affleck? Ugh. Lion face, lemon face. No, no, no bueno. <laughs> no Affleck, no Damon. I can go without both. Oh, freaking, uh, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Uh, oh shit, uh, Trejo. Oh yeah, Danny Trejo, yep. Now, that would have been okay. I could have seen him in there somewhere. That it was like right. Trejo, all the guys from, uh, Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, I can't remember his real name, but... Uh, Melissa Benoist and the guy, her her husband now from both of them from oh, Smallville. Yeah. Smallville, mm -hmm. not Smallville. Uh, uh, small uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Thank you. Like I've not seen them since that show went off the air, and like I almost at first I didn't recognize. Her I didn't believe you were. I didn't believe you. I thought you were lying to me because I didn't think that's who that was because she doesn't look at all. Yeah, cause they don't look at all like their characters. As a, as a blonde, and she has gone like full brunette. It was like. Who is? Cause I know all these people in this montage are like famous friends, and I'm like, who is that chick? And I'm like, oh wait, that's freaking Supergirl. Yeah, I didn't believe you at first, but well, it was funny. Uh, the other guy who plays uh, Monel, 
that horrible He-Man animated series Kevin Smith did, mm-hmm. he voiced Superman. I'm not Superman. Uh, He-Man. He-Man. My brain is fucking liquid diets. My oh brain my God, cells man. are starting you... to rot. But yeah, at one point he's like, by the power of Grayskull, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to use that one one day. Cause that one's not bad. If you know what, if you know the re- get the reference, it's not bad. Oh, even even Ethan uh, Suplees from uh, you know Mallrats and shit. He was mm-hmm. just like, I'm not even Anything. fucking supposed to be here. <laughs> I'm never gonna see the sailboat. <laughs> yeah, I can't see the sailboat either. It's fine. Uh, yeah, that was. <laughs> Oh, one of the ones that didn't age too bad, actually. He actually doesn't look too bad. He aged I mean, pretty well. I mean, hell, he was in, uh, the last thing I saw him in was that, uh, uh, the ranch. He was the, the oh, weird yeah, police officer. Oh, yeah, that's right. The drunken police officer is <laughs> always bailing rooster and everybody out. But yeah, that dude, like, he lost a bunch of weight. He got ripped as shit, too. He's like, there's a freaking picture of him in the gym, like, throwing up weight. He's like, mm. and he's like, out of some of those original guys, like, actually had a pretty big career it's like the rest of the kind of clerks well he went in clerks he was in mall rats but like yeah most of the people in the original clerks world did not uh do a nah, whole lot not outside really of, i mean which it kind of surprised me because especially this movie uh, the guy who plays dante uh brian o'halloran damn good actor like some of the, yeah. like, the more emotional scenes i was like oh shit this guy can he's got act. some range he there's not... definitely some range there he can pull off the dry sarcastic but there's definitely some more emotional stuff. range there <laughs> even like you know jeff anderson which he's done a few things and and um made some movies of his own but yeah you, you don't see him that much but yeah i mean both of them are like oh shit you know y'all got you guys learned to act in the last 30 y'all years actually can act now you know and even Ke- Kevin is like, like you said, this movie's been different than his previous works where they, it had a lot more emotion to it. It's, mm-hmm. I would say this is more. This is made more. This is more of a chasing Amy age. than. Well, that's what he always said about Clerks. He's like, you know, Clerks was me in my 20s. Clerks two. 2 was visiting my life in my 30s. And now Clerks 3 is like your 40s and 50s. Mm hmm. So it's like, you know, kind of checking in with those characters at each kind of milestone decade of their life. But I mean, just this looks like a professional movie. And it was, like I said, had like real, I mean, funny stuff, but real emotional scenes where the actors like legit act. I'm like, oh, like this isn't, I mean, this isn't Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which was just straight up comedy. This is like Kevin's actually learned how to make a really intriguing movie. <laughs> I mean, there was some good joke in there. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Elias is the comedic relief all the way. I think I might've had some of those outfits back in the day. Oh yeah. We didn't even mention that. Some yet. of the golf outfits that he's wearing are great. Some of them I'd like to, I'd wear now. Yeah. Honestly. When they're, when Randall's in the hospital, he's praying. He's like, yo, Lord. And he's like, he's not answering me. Well, fuck him. Like I've wasted my life uh, on Jesus. I'm, I'm he's like, he's like, Please, Dark Lord Satan, I will be your concubine if you just save Randall. You can rape my soul at will if you'll just break Mr. Do you Randall you Mr. Dante? No, I don't deserve lube. Like, I caused this. <laughs> and better so, with lube. So when Randall comes out of the heart attack, no problem. He's like, well, I guess I'm a Satanist now. Yep. And like, every time you see him, he has like some different kind of era of weird goth Oh, but outfit. they were great. <laughs> 
They were great. Suits my little black heart. I mean, I could do without the glitter. But that blue suede velvet jacket, come on now. I need that. Oh, and he come in looking like the girl from uh from Blade Runner and he's like, Nice Blade Runner. He's like, What's a What's Blade, Blade Runner? Runner? <laughs> Just in case you forgot how old you actually are, here's a little reference that only half of you are gonna get. Oh yeah, it was like every outfit was just more and more ridiculous. But they were great. I remember wearing something similar to some of those back in the day. <sighs> and he's got his like Elias has his his uh his buddy Crypto, which is his silent Bob, because the dude doesn't speak through the whole thing. And he even hit him him like some kind of weird like almost matching, yep. <laughs> outfit. It's kind of like Doctor Evil and his mini me is kind of what it's working there. <laughs> this is my Vern Troyer. It's just great. You got to have a minion. You can't do it. You can't do you know satanic possession if you don't have a minion. It doesn't work. <laughs> One where he comes in with just the the fucking crow on his shoulder. <laughs> I think I did that for Halloween one year and then Glenn safety pin and crowed on my shoulder. But Oh, or the the funeral scene where he's got like the one armored glove in the in the cane and shit. <laughs> looks and the like giant uh he looks like flavor Thanos. flave looking yeah, uh, pentagram. And then flavor flave pentagram hanging down here. It looks like a hubcap. <laughs> but it's fantastic and it works. And the hair and the makeup and it works. <laughs> If you're thinking back to your 90s, late 80s, early 90s, emo kids, gothic kids, me, for, yeah, me, <laughs> I had some of that glitter and I had some of that, you know, see-through mesh and yeah, it was great. Yeah, his even like just monotone speech, the whole thing, didn't, like, the <coughs> didn't physical comedy made up for it. <laughs> like, you just had to look at him and laugh. It didn't matter what he was saying, it's just like... <laughs> This fucking guy. <laughs> Can we talk about the Donkey Show reboot? Because we had to have the Donkey Show reboot, and then you didn't see anything. But before that, the other thing we revealed is Becky's dead. That sucks. That really sucked. Yeah. And, like, so once we get into, like, talking about the negative, I, I've got a take on that. But, yeah, so they're re basically recreating Clerks 1 and 2. And they get to the part with like, where are we going to film the donkey show? And he's like, don't worry. I got our locations guy uh, working on it. Our location scout's <laughs> on it. He's, you know. And Jay just shows up like with th like three pre-rolls in each hand, like uh, some kind of stoned Wolverine and just smokes out the entire crew. <laughs> he smoked <laughs> out all the movie's crew. And... Get like a little, gets them all too stoned to notice. And then they, they even found a donkey somewhere and was going to refilm that. And then Dante has a panic attack because he's like. I'm so traumatized by my wife dying that I'm not going to go in. I've not been in that store since since then. And he As just, you should be. As like you should be. Bails and runs away. And uh, and then that's kind of where the... Uh... So if y'all catch him anywhere significant after my death, then feel free to beat his ass. I'm I don't just... go to Wendy's now. I'm not going to go there and That was wrong, you <laughs> underhanded little bastard. That was just I've wrong. I've been protesting that store for years i can't believe you just did that to me <laughs> you're gonna pay for that later you're so gonna pay for that later you have to sleep around me you remember that right at some I point you're gonna be asleep anymore <laughs> good choice <laughs> you asshole oh we couldn't have made it you know something different we couldn't have you know kept it under wraps no we have to just straight out call it by name it's like movies would you like to call out the town too <laughs> uh, 
We are in un in a shed in an undisclosed location. Exactly. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. I have enough problems with my reputation as it is. But yeah, so they they skip to uh, the base. If you remember, Clerks one the scene where after uh, Veronica has uh, left him because. Randall told her that he wasn't in love with her anymore, uh, trying to be helpful. And we get the whole salsa shark scene. Yeah, Dante shows up just drunk as fuck. <laughs> and he pulls him into the, the cooler to chew him out. And he's like, man, it's cold. He's like, yeah, hoth cold. Which is a quote directly from the Clerks animated series that only had like six episodes, if you've <laughs> if you've never seen that. Wait a minute, what? There, there was, was an a, animated series? Yes, there was a Clerks cartoon series on ABC. When was this? Voiced by the original cast. Oh, it was a long time ago. Hell, I think I got a copy of it there on, on the table. But only two episodes aired and it got canceled. And then they released like the, the full six episodes that they had. Uh, I think I was out having a life while this is going on, maybe. <laughs> they finally released like all six episodes on DVD. You know, if you still have those. But yeah, it... Uh, it uh, there, there was one whole episode... Because every show has to have that one episode where it's just a clip episode where they're like, hey, you remember this? You know, and usually they get you know, trapped in an elevator or, or there's some reason why they're not doing anything in that episode. They're just reminiscing. Yeah, and this one, they accidentally got locked in the freezer at the quick stop. Mm-hmm. And it was like a whole just kind of <laughs> yeah. clip show episode for a series that only had six episodes, which was kind of weird. <laughs> That's all right. It's all right. But yeah, that's directly from that cartoon. If you've if you've ever but anyway, saw it. but yeah, the, you back know, to you, uh, Becky dying and Randall has like the whole like you know fuck you man you ain't done shit on this like this is all me and he's like motherfucker like I paid for this shit yeah you know, it's like but he you know he didn't tell him that he had to like basically sell his soul or half the store to his ex girlfriend to get the money to to pay for it. And he's the like, car wash heiress. Yeah. He's like, man, you ain't done nothing. Like, now you're showing up. You ruined a take last night and you're drunk as shit. So you're going to probably ruin this take too. Like, fucking get your shit together, man. And they start. And he has every right to get upset because come on now. I mean, you, you know, you're dragging me somewhere emotionally jarring and, and I'm just saying it's. Yeah. He's like. Randall's kind of an asshole. I mean, yeah, he's, he's very, like, kind of a dick. Selfish at this point. Very self-centered. But it's funny because they start off filming that salsa shark scene and it's it starts off very much like the argument in the it's like you know fuck you man don't you know stop pushing me and then it like evolves into him like going you know fuck you like you know this you, this whole thing's been about you 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 know my you know have you never thought you don't that, give a damn about anybody but yourself you're still a child you know yeah this is not your life this is actually our life i've been here this whole time and you know how fucked up my life has been like like did it never occur to you that I might not want to relive all this bullshit and, and the, uh, this, you know, have it out. Like even to the point where like Bob's filming the whole thing and he's like, Oh shit, wait a minute. This isn't script. Let me just go ahead and put the camera down. Yeah. Cause Oh yeah. That's the other thing. It's like <laughs> Bob's before, a filmmaker, cause, yeah. when he's like, you got to find us a, a DP. He's like, we're doing DPs. No director of photography. That's the, <laughs> and he's like, all right, I got a guy. We might be doing DPs. Who knows? <laughs> Welcome anyway. to Shooter Bob. And he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> and then he, you know, he's like, you know, with the freaking light gauge, like yep. scouting things. Like, all right, we can do this, but the color in here sucks. We're gonna do it in black and white. And he's like, fuck black and white. And then 
he goes off on this whole like art school explanation. He's like, no. Like, How many people here have actually filmed a fucking movie? Like, Just me. Two sets. <laughs> and he's like, and this is a whole great explanation. He's like, dude, like the color in here sucks. Black and white would be better. And it also is like, like a, a, a uh, shout out to like the, the soul crushingness of this, of this life and yada, yada, yada. And, like, and it makes it look like, you know, people are viewing you through a, an imaginary store security cam and all that. Plus we're shooting in black and white or you find another one. And he's like, but it's like this most professional description about like, Hey, this is why I want to shoot it this way. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Oh, so yeah, Bob's like, uh, so, you know, you had to catch some flack for the first one and this is his chance to clap back at that. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Or even the scene where they're filming Jay's dance outside, uh, the video store at night. Oh yes, That is literally <laughs> like from real life. Cause I've heard that story where it's like, when we made this first movie, we were, we were not actors and Jay was like, you know, so like shy to begin with that. He's like, I got to get him drunk too. And then we had to pretty much just like everyone like leave the set. Cause he would, could not do the dance while anyone was but watching then you him. Get clerks too. And the silence of the lamb, the, yeah, the silence of the lambs. <laughs> what's his name? Coyote Bob or coyote something. Coyote. I don't remember what his name is. Was it Coyote Bill or Coyote Bill or something? Fuck, I don't remember. It's been a long time. You get the flat out, full on makeup. And well, he's made a and... lot of movies since Clerks One. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna come out of your shell, come all the way out to where you tuck your penis to dance. It's Just hang well. out where you're weighing out. But it wang wasn't out. It was tucked because that's part of the that's the whole point. You can't portray that character without tucking it back. Oh. And even before that, we had that <laughs> the scene where. Remember the first movie, Bob doesn't say shit to like the final line mm-hmm. and they're filming that. And he's like, he's like, there's a lot of fines in this world. And he's like, no, no, it's a lot of fine women. There's er, women are fine in this world, but <laughs> yeah, fucking, fine. Up, fucking it up. And finally he's like, dude, you fucking you can't say shit. It's fine. I'll, I'll fucking do it myself. And then Bob <laughs> does his line for the movie and they're all like, oh shit. That's like. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but yeah, the the, the J just screwing it up over and over again. Or, or when they're 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 kind of arguing and they're trying to do that uh, uh, scene where the guy comes in. I can't remember what he asked for in the room, like the old guy. And then he's like, Am I, "Is it my turn yet, Randall? No, we've got to reset." Dante screwed up. Like, because like, is it my turn yet, Randall? It's like, no, man. And the J's like, "Hey, quit fucking it up." And then the one guy's like. You're talking shit to my dad. You want to fight? <laughs> Chase him out of the store. Bob goes back up. And Randall's just like, this is the most Jersey thing I've ever seen. <laughs> is it wrong that I wanted it? You know, an ABC click where, you know, Jay with pigtail. Is it wrong that I wanted it? I wanted it, but it's okay. That's what Clerks 2 is for. Uh, the Jackson 5 moment. That was I mean, great. You kind of got a little bit of a dance sequence with the getting the movies employees stoned. <laughs> wasn't as good i miss the pigtails on jay and you know i miss it needed the jackson five you know of course i gave you rosario donson on the roof you know and she's hot definitely screen candy so it's fine yeah the the bouncing boobs was the uh, best special effects in clerks too <laughs> i don't think those are special effects i can make mine do that I mean, that's not that's but no, was, they were a special effect i enjoyed it, <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> boobs are good boobs are always good where the fucking, hell were we? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the argument. And, well, yeah, they have that huge, huge fight. Arc fight, and then Dante falls out with a heart attack. He's like, "Get up, man! Come on, man! Get up! Yeah, get up, drunky!" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit! Like, call an ambulance!" And then he's like, "You know, they get him to the hospital, and 
even Elias gets like kind of an emotional moment because he's like, "All right, you, there's no point in standing around here. I'm gonna go back work on the movie." And he's like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, you selfish son of a bitch!" And it's like Elias has been such a Randall worshiper through the both whole thing. these movies. He's like, "No, nah, dude, I'm 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 a grown up now, and you're being a dick, and I like, can't take it. This like, is your ridiculous. Your only concern at this point is that your best friend is in the fucking hospital, not like my movie, my movie. He's yes, like, exactly. Why are you doing an impression of Christopher Nolan? He's like, no, we're doing an impression of you, asshole. <laughs> he's like, I'm I'm done, like you know, worshiping you because you're you know you're a fucking dickhead, a fucking I don't asshole. Wanna, uh, I've wasted too much of my life already, and I want to grow up to be a decent human being, even if I am in spandex and, and six inch heels and, and then, glitter. And then he tells him, he's like, dude, he even you know, he's like, you say that he did nothing for this project, but. Literally, this project would not exist without him. He even went and sold his half of the quick stop to his, quick stop to his ex, like heartless you know. car wars. And he's like, heiress. "Oh my god, he made that kind of sacrifice for me." And he's like, tries to apologize to him, but they throw him out of the hospital. And he goes back to his his apartment, which I didn't realize it was apartment. Like, I mean, I've always seen that third door, but I didn't realize it was an apartment between the quick stop and the video store. How you, sad is it? You can't ever... I mean, you talk about not being able to leave work because you're working from home, but how sad is it? You can't even go more than two steps away to get home. In, I mean, oops, now I'm going to be an amateur. I'm going to hit the table, too. You're a... Uh, yeah. Commute? Got to be great. <laughs> yeah, but... No. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can go home for your lunch break. It's just upstairs. Yeah. You can go home for your lunch break. You can go spank off or something. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he goes in and starts, like, re-editing the movie. Like I said, now you can do all that shit on your laptop. Like, back when they did it originally, like, it was literally, like, cutting and Cutting and pasting film. <laughs> and taking film and cutting the cells out. Which is actually cool. If you've seen that stuff, like, yeah. all the old school film equipment where you got the long strips of cells. It's actually really cool. But that's just me because I'm a nerd, so... Oh, that like, if you were a legit guy working in a gas station, you wanted to make an independent film, you could probably do it a whole lot cheaper than they did. The budget on this movie was seven million. The budget of the original Clerks was like twenty seven thousand, probably. <laughs> uh, Kevin like maxed out his credit cards, and I think he sold his car to like <laughs> make that first movie. Yeah, but did you see what it actually has made so far? I almost feel bad for him, but I almost don't because God knows he's got the money to do it. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants at this point. It only made four million that I saw last. No, so, th this movie is at four point two. I don't know what original Clerks is. No, made not the original Clerks. I'm talking about this one. But I mean. It, Kevin's always made his money on... But you're Kevin Smith. You can do whatever you want. I mean, you're just bored and want to hang out with your buddies. You he can do that. He just bought a movie theater in Jersey. <laughs> he bought the theater, like uh, the, the Atlantic Highlands Theater or whatever, that where him and his dad used to go watch movies. And now it's like, uh, how was it called? Uh, Smodcastle Cinemas, where they still play movies. But then he has like these nights where he does like Q&As and, yep. and movie festivals and shit. So yeah, if you're ever up in the Jersey area, like... He literally owns a theater now. I would like to go up there at some point before, you know, I mean, you know, at some point before he's gone, before we're gone, whatever. That should be a thing we should do. Yeah, because they have all, because like... This, this has been a part of our relationship since we were young. <laughs> it's it's kind of ingrained in there. Yeah, my buddy, uh, Strangeway, he's, he's gone to Quick Stop and shit, because he's originally from Jersey. But yeah, I'd like to go up there and, and check out the... Yeah, uh, I would like to go check the theater out. I need to look on there, see if they have a website or something that shows, like, upcoming, like events they have there because uh, yeah if, 
Well, if, it may not even be on a schedule. It may just be something he randomly decides to do. But... Well, that's how businesses are. you got to put shit on a schedule so you can advertise and then sell tickets to set events. <laughs> but if you're Kevin Smith and you have that kind of... Never mind. Yeah, that's not how shows work. you got to promote yes, things. So I'm sure there's a list of upcoming events if I yeah, get a chance to look at their website. But... Oh, fuck, where was I? Yeah, so... He goes they home. Get the fight. And yeah, he goes and, home and because in the original, his original script, Dante didn't even show up to like ep, uh, page thirty-seven in the script. So when he he like r- realized it, it's like, oh no, this isn't because he, he at one point he tells him he's like, dude, I'm the Han Solo, Luke Skywalker of this story. You're like Dak from M- you know Luke's co-pilot from Empire. You had one scene in this whole thing, and in my whole life, you only had one scene. That was yeah. all you did, and you didn't contribute anything. So he re-edited the movie to the original clerks and then goes and sees Jay and Bob. He's like, Hey man, I got to get in the hospital to see Dante, but, uh, I need you to cause a distraction. He's like, who's Dante? Like you stone. He's smoking like a three foot joint. He's like you stone motherfucker. He's like Dante, the guy who works at the store. Who's not me. I thought his name was like, what? <laughs> oh, was it? Uh, Sergio. Sergio. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man, we'll do anything for Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes right into the hospital with his pants around his ankle and a, like a Batman mask made out of a hospital, like, mask going i took a poo in the icu (laughs) (laughs) this is the one that was too afraid to dance in front of anybody so we had to clear the clear the whole scene so he could dance and now he's running around with his naked his underwear down you know he has a mask (laughs) i forgot if you cover your eyes it doesn't count (laughs) uh and he just put on a pair of glasses it's fine foot joint (laughs) somebody else yeah Uh, if you smoke a two-foot joint you might think a lot of things are a good idea (laughs) So he goes in there and he's like, hey man, like, I want you to watch the movie. And he's like, I'm, I'm sorry I was an asshole. Like, you are my best friend. I love you. Like, watch the movie. You are actually the main character. It's not me. You're the Han. I'm the Chewie. Yeah, and he watches it and he's like, he's like, no, like, you're the, you're the Luke. Like, I'm the Dak. Like, you're, th- this is my story. This, you know, your story is my story. And when they show Clerks to Dante, it's the original Clerks. It's mm-hmm. not like all the, the new stuff that they've, they've yeah. shot. It's. Which, you know, pretty much the scenes they showed them making were exactly what's in the original movie. And it was kind of cool. It was like, you know, they used that footage from the original movie to Why did we not get that. the dead guy in the bathroom that the Veronica had had? What was her name? Veronica, I think? No, that Veronica was the original girlfriend. It was uh, Caitlin Bree. Okay, yeah. Why I did we not so. have the scene with the dead guy in the bathroom? Because that was great. Well, probably because, like I said, the actress that played her has passed, so they... That whole storyline they didn't uh, didn't use. Asian design major. Yeah. Well, is it actually like that one Asian? Where, he's like, where they're like, "Why are we saying this racist shit?" Because I mean, clerks, original clerks made in a different time. He's like, mm-hmm. "It's like, why does he got to be Asian?" Like, no, 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 dude. He's oh, a guy he who majors, majors in, in Asian, Asian design. design. He just happens to be but Asian American anyway. Asian. <laughs> but he's majoring in Asian design. Oh, uh, but and then Dante watches the movie and dies and then he croaks <laughs> which is sad which all right before we get to like the wrap of the movie here's here's my problems with the movie okay clerks 2 gave dante like a happy ending mm-hmm. like at the end he it wasn't an ending though it was a start of a whole new life it was but then like cool great setup he proposes to becky at the end he's having a child and then you basically ruin that whole storyline. Yeah. Because she died before even having the child. So he got, what, six to nine months of 
joy before well, like he, yeah, his life was just there, ruined because the last scene of clerks too you see them and she's reopened the store and she, and, yeah so yeah, it's like she's round and and obviously yeah, even if she was only like a couple weeks pregnant in clerks too so yeah you at, see her at the three or four month mark or somewhere in yeah. there where she's obviously pregnant so he's definitely been with her less than nine months at this point so yeah and even on the gravestone it says 2006 so it's like yeah you set up this whole kind of if they never did a third movie, a happy ending for Dante. Mm. And then you just absolutely fuck that shit in this movie. Because you can't tell about Randall becoming a decent human being or actually becoming self-aware at all, for that matter. Even if you I wanted mean, to kill off Becky, you could have done it, like, instead of 2006, five years ago, ten years ago, and him dealing with a child as a single father. That would have been a... Okay, I'll give you that one. That yeah, would have been know, an interesting... Gave him, like... So literally you, you So put a kid in there with him and Randall and see yeah. how screwed so, up we can get the kid to be. Like literally like he set up this whole happy ending for for Dante and then it fucked crashed him and over. Burned. He only had like like I said, eight months of happiness and then he's back to you know this Yeah, I'll give And you then that. also the the other thing, like I said, it's I guess a storytelling problem for me is every time you see these dreams or imaginations of him communicating with Becky. It's all about you should move on. You need to turn the page. You need to move past that. And then he dies. Like they set up that like Dante was eventually going. And I, I thought that it's because they brought back the original, his original girlfriend, girlfriend from the first yeah, movie and, and recreated those kind scenes. of a moment there. Hooked, I, I, that's what I thought. I thought eventually we're going to go to that where he end up. Cause she said she's divorced rekindle something there and give him some kind of like, all right, Dante's moving on. You know, cause like I said, they set, they set that up. Like, you know, the mm -hmm. first thing is like, dude, you need to dream better, move on, turn the page. And then the second one, she's like, it's just a movie. You can go in there. Come on, man. You, you've got your whole life to live, mm -hmm. move on. And then he just fucking dies. But life can be like that. Sometimes life is like that. Sometimes true but it sucks but just, it is i just think they really fucked that character over. well yeah probably but do you really think randall would have become a decent human being without that kind of loss maybe not but yeah it just seems like unfair to the well, character it, is, it was of very dante. unfair to dante dante got screwed over he got the it short is kind of like fucks the whole ending of clerks too he's like hey man this Dante's all right. And then, nope, Dante's life sucks even worse now than it did before. Life doesn't suck at all. He's dead. He's He went off with Rebecca, or with Becky. To have into the, sex with celebrities in the afterlife. Yeah, to have sex with celebrities in the afterlife. They're getting it on with George Washington Carver. Because they like peanuts. Because they like peanut butter. <laughs> Going ass to mouth. It's great. Peanut butter jelly, man. <laughs> and then, so we get... <laughs> what is wrong with you? They get... Uh, my brain is like... <laughs> A computer with 15 tabs open. It just jumps from random shit to random shit. At least three of them are, are stuck, and one of them's playing music. I don't know where it comes currently caffeine, from. and I'm holding it down a little better than you are. That's a problem. And then we get Dante's funeral. And, and Elias looked epic. And he gave an epic speech, and it was wonderful. That was great. That We're was Elias' defining moment. That, was <laughs> that running joke of trying to tell the, the fable of... Jesus and the two thieves. Yeah, There's a good thief and a bad thief. He's like, well, if they got caught, weren't they both bad thieves? <laughs> He's like, Jesus did no wrong. We are all but thieves. Yeah. It's supposed to be but, comma, thieves. But thieves. <laughs> but everyone's like, it's a running joke. Every time he says it, what are but thieves? <laughs> That's where the ass to mouth comes in. Only in season, though. You gotta, be staying, gotta stay in season. I believe it's season now, actually, because <laughs> it's colder than a fucking witch's tit in here. Oh, yeah, I believe it starts October 1st. 
well, then we're almost a month into season. We're fine. So we just get back to them working at the store, and he's like, come on, take take your spot uh, behind the register. But this like, is also Elias's character arc, too. I mean, you got to... It's How else are you going to give Elias something to step into that's not, you know... But he's like, I told you, man, when Dante's gone, you're my new best friend. Like, And then, of course... The ex shows up and is like, oh, by the way, you know. I want my money back. Yeah. Don, I loaned Dante 30 grand uh, this half for half of the store. If you don't have that money, then I own this bitch. And then. In comes Minion Boy with the crypt with the Jesus Christ. Or Buddy Christ. Like, the kites Buddy are Christ flying. The, the kites, kites are flying. flying. He's like, oh, the fucking kites again. He's like, no, our NFT is all sold out. We've made a million dollars. He's like, yeah, and I cashed out a hundred thousand of it to get sex. Here's your half. <laughs> here, bitch, have this money and get the fuck out of here. And then uh, he's like, hail Satan. <laughs> she was a total twat waffle anyway. She yeah. needed to go. Uh, but he's like, you know, I can never really earn my place at this register, but I can buy it. Here's your money. Be gone, succubus. <laughs> Run it's along, like, twat well waffle. played, clerks. Go fornicate then, in another direction, please. And then Jay and Bob come in like, man, that's a lot of money. You got, you want some weed? Yes, I want all the weed. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was all the weeds, too, because he's yes. so so deluded and he's been raised in such an uptight Christian society. He's like, can I have the weeds? <laughs> yes, come join me, child, in the magical land of weed. And they run off to... to uh, smoke weed and fly kites and then the and then he just says man i wish you were here and you get ghost dante there staring at him and the camera just pans out with uh now if we were gonna do it we should have actually gone star wars with it we should have had ghostly apparition <laughs> dante in the robe it should have been a thing but here's here's my other problem with the movie is and we'll get to the post credits ish here in a second it just ends with him working at the store. Like, nothing about the movie they've been making. Like, I mean, it should have ended like Kevin Smith actually like, I sold the movie. Whatever, you know. Like, something about like... But why? Why does it have to become... Why do you have to reach these lofty Because his whole point of making the movie is he's done nothing with his life. And he's basically back at square one where he's still just a clerk. But it's not, not it's not been a life poorly spent is I think the the whole message you're trying to get there. It's I've had these fun times with these people that mean something to me. Yes, I've had a pathetic job. And maybe I'm reaching here, maybe it's my own poor self image that's screaming out for valedicta valedictation. Uh try again. Maybe it's my own poor little self image that's screaming out for validation. But if like you said, the point of this movie is, was to give Randall a happy ending and at the expense of Dante, they don't. They give him Maybe just a, not a it's happy another ending, Tuesday. But you've given him perspective on life. It's like, yes, this is my job and it sucks and it's a service job, which sucks in general. But I've had this great life with these great people, even if some of them are a little, I mean, it's Jay and Bob, but I've had this great life with these people and these people have touched me in a way and, and you know. I, I yeah, I don't they, have to be a car wash millionaire heiress to make a million, you know, make a million dollars to make it work. I just thought it was a <coughs> disappointing ending. Ugh. But if you listen to the credits, Kevin Smith eventually pops up and kind of explains stuff. He's like, I thought this pan out to this song. I'm from New Jersey, whatever it is. Just was... like Ohio, <laughs> which I'm personally offended by. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was kind of a beautiful look but 
in the original script, there was going to be a voiceover from the voice of Smod, you know, which is going to be like, you know, Randall went on to, he continued to work at the quick stop when not making movies and made a bunch of movies and <laughs> died as a 98 year old man, you know? Yeah. And, you know, did this interview at, uh, you know, the release of his final movie, all, all produced by, uh, a Crimson Kites uh, yep. Productions or whatever. Uh, and he said, you know, you know, what what have you learned about both these jobs? And he's like, well, I used to say this job would have uh, been good if it wasn't for all the customers. But now I realize both these jobs are good because of the, the customers and the people that we've met or whatever. Like, I Which is been... a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> I've been in the service industry a long time. It's a lie. But, I mean, they didn't even have to do, like, the voiceover stuff. If they had just done, like... I don't know, like, you've seen some movies where it's, like, you freeze frame and there's, like, a text bubble that is, yeah, like, that been this person right. went on to be senator, yeah. blah, 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 blah. The movie ended with, like, no real closure. If you didn't listen all the way through the credits to get that kind of thing, it would have been like, what the fuck, man? You just made, made this whole deal about making a movie and you do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I would I at least it. like to have seen that in kind of, like, a text scroll or something that I, R- Randall went it. on to be a celebrated uh, filmmaker and released so and uh, you know a whole bunch of movies but he never quit working at the quick stop in his downtime blah 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 you know <laughs> or you know went on to you know open a chain of quick stops across the country and now he's worth a billion <laughs> fucking dollars you know <laughs> something to kind of 37 wrap yeah. this shit up you know <laughs> uh yeah, his, had his 37 wives <laughs> in that time no his production company 37 dicks uh yeah 37 <laughs> dicks so, we've come to the point of the show where we wrap up. Any final thoughts on this here cigar? Did you ever get some flavor out of nope. it? Did it, I'm, I'm did it change sorry. for I'm you? Sorry, <laughs> I apologize. I really do. That there was nothing there. I mean it. <laughs> it smoked all right, and it didn't get heavier, which I kind of was grateful for because I'm used to something a little lighter. I I could honestly light up an acid right now because there was nothing there. There's no flavor. I mean, if you're going to sit with somebody that's an amateur, which I am kind of, kind of, sort of still, but kind of, sort of not, it's not bad. It's something I'd hand somebody that's never done it before, but it's not, there is no satisfaction. You don't have to taste like blueberries to be good. I didn't want blueberries. <laughs> I wanted something, but the flavor never changed. Well, it's because you're a fucking chain smoker and you burned out your taste buds. <laughs> that might be it. Lay off the cigarettes, you might taste something. Oh, bite me. <laughs> All right, Black Lung. Shut up. <laughs> so any uh, any final thoughts of this movie? Do you have a particular favorite uh, part or <laughs> or thing? All right, I'm going to go total girl because I'm, I'm going to be the girl. I can, can't help it. Badass bitch can be girl. The scene where he's at the cemetery talking to Becky is still going to be... <sighs> Like I said, it's Clerks. You're not expecting any heart from a movie like that. But yeah, that's going to do it for me. I, I cheered up. I come back when he's watching the movie on his deathbed in the hospital. It shows him like in an actual theater watching the movie. and, and She's beside him and yeah. she takes his hand and they leave together. I mean, implying that, yes, he did get a happy ending. He went to heaven with his wife and his kids waiting for them there. That is a happy ending if, you know... Yeah, it sucks you're not alive anymore, but we're going to go have orgies with famous people in heaven and your wife and your kid are waiting for you, you know. But yeah, this scene did it for me. It it tugged on the heartstrings a little bit. What? <laughs> I'm a girl. I'm supposed to be a girl. What do you want? I like the 
the argument scene because that's like the like I was like, why aren't these guys in more movies? Because the range of emotion that uh, that Brian uh, Heller and and, Rant, and Jeff Anderson like pulled off in that scene, I was like, oh fuck, you guys are actual actors. Like, <laughs> like Brian why? Howard, why did you? Yeah, do, I don't know. Why have you Jeff. not done? Uh, he's not as, done more shit. He's not got as much range for me. Brian O'Halloran has a lot of range. I could actually watch. I mean, the him later on things. when he comes back, like when Dante's dying, and you know. And he's like trying to tell him he's you know that all this was for you that yeah I mean like both those guys showed a ton of fucking emotion in this in this movie that you don't normally see or have. I could watch Brian O'Halloran in something else. That would not be a problem for me. He's got a pretty good range. And I thought he was cute in Clerks too, but that's just my opinion. (laughs) Beard and a dad bod. What do you want? It's my thing. (laughs) Oh, I do like that one line where he's like. When Randall like first gives them all the script to read, and he's like, and Elias is like, I don't know why both these girls are into into Mister Don T when when uh, I forgot what his fake Randall name was is is obviously the funnier one, and he's like, dude, that's something I've been wondering my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> we want the men with emotional range. We want that. I don't care what y'all think. We want it. We want the emotional range. Uh Funny is good, but the emotional rage is better. <laughs> hey, Ralph Garman says, make them laugh, make them breakfast. Damn skippy. That's <laughs> how I've lived my life. Gotta have a good dick game, too, but, you know, <laughs> the emotional uh, range is very, is, is very popular. It just works. <laughs> well, see, the being funny can get you to showing the dick game. <laughs> that's true. I'll give you that one. Yeah, you, you gotta talk your way in first. Uh, but that's uh, all we got for you this week. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, and we'll be right back. I'm from New Jersey. I don't expect too much. If the world ended today, I would adjust. I'm from New Jersey. No, I don't talk that way. I watch too much TV when I was young. I'm from New Jersey. My mom's Italian. describe this show like what's really going to grab people's attention and make them tune in nerdgasm for your eargasm what the spice must flow to be in the know um don't be a willow grab your pillow but that one doesn't even make sense all right stop snag a seat and listen the nerds are back with the brand new edition no uh, okay then the blurred nerds podcast rants raves reviews recaps and other bits of random fandom well see that's perfect you should have just led with that one resistance is futile listen to the blurred nerds podcast right meow fine make it so Welcome back. It's time for some science. Yeah, science. Yeah, don't do that again. Don't ever do that see, again. Normally I have someone else to say that part. <laughs> well, see, this is what happens when you're not properly prepared. I would have said it 
and probably managed a better high-pitched tone than you could, but still, you didn't tell me, so I didn't do it. Uh, so, yeah, this week's uh, edition of Weird Shit I Found on the Internet, we've got a couple of, couple of interesting stories. First off, because I'm a fan of guns, <laughs> 72-foot fusion gun fires projectiles at 4.3 miles per second, trying to create limitless energy. This is when you're mad at somebody in four towns over. <laughs> fuck that guy way over there. Yeah. All, fuck that guy and his whole family and his entire fucking neighborhood. Three counties that away. That's what that is. Yeah, that's how archery was originally invented. You're like, I want to stab that guy, but he's way over there. Oh, I thought it was invented so we could get away with it. But, you know, <laughs> I want to stab that guy, but not let him know who stabbed him. Ah. <laughs> uh. The they're calling it the BFG, <laughs> big a, friendly gun. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. is a twenty-two meter, seventy-two foot prototype steel gun that fires a projectile at astronomical speeds. Basically, what they're they want to get nuclear, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And uh, so yes, they are firing a fuel pellet to create nuclear fusion reactions. Uh, Designed by a UK startup called First Light Fusion, uh, the gun is designed to achieve fusion without using magnets or lasers, which in turn uses a whole lot of energy, making fusion remarkably inefficient in its current uh, kind of current uh, models. So, uh, yeah, first reported in Newsweek, uh, they're testing this new radical uh, approach to projectile based systems. So it's a whole lot cheaper to make a fusion reaction. Uh, basically, it shoots this pellet or whatever at a kind of a fuel source that, you know, causes a thermonuclear reaction. Uh, Shockwaves and heat uh, combined with the compression starts this whole nuclear fusion process at a much cheaper uh at least energy-wise. Cost. Let's just call it what it is. It's somebody said, I want to make the biggest fucking gun I can make. And that's what happened. So these are your people, dear. These are your people. But I don't know if it's the biggest gun. I mean, there was some, like, World War One guns that, like, were on train tracks and shit. Well, that's so true. it may not be the world's largest gun. <laughs> but yeah, eventually they said this will... Be, right now they're still kind of in the testing phase, but... Eventually, this should be something that creates cheap energy for the world. And we always... I don't have a robot story this week, because you know, normally it's always, you know, Skynet-related. But here's the closest thing I can find to weird robot news. The creator of Oculus has designed a new VR headset where if you die in the game, you die in real life. Okay, I'm going to say it. This is Skynet. That's what this is. This is Skynet. The fucking Matrix. This is yeah. not a guy. This is Skynet acting through a guy. Cause... And the guy's name is Lucky. Of course it is. <laughs> that just figures. Oculus VR founder and designer of the Oculus Rift, Palmer Lucky, has unveiled his latest virtual reality masterpiece, a headset that makes sure you die if you die in the game. <laughs> I think when I read through the article, it said three little explosion pellets on the sides of the headsets, and now he wants to make it so you can't take it off. Yeah, that's the thing. He said he's halfway through completing the headset, which uh, 
he calls nerve gear, uh, specifically the half that will make the player dead. <laughs> the uh, apparently he got the idea from a, a anim, uh, some kind of anime called uh, uh, Sword Art Online, which I'm not familiar with. That I guess has a similar kind I've of story. Heard of it, but I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's essentially a regular VR headset hooked up with three explosive charges. The charges fitted with a photo sensor are set to go off when the player is killed in the game, uh, usually by uh, some kind of like red flash that will be. Now, see, I'm seeing visions of uh, Kingsman there. Like when you hit the button and everybody's head pops off and explodes. And that's what I'm seeing when I'm seeing this. Or or people are just going to play like games where you don't die <laughs> we're gonna play some sims we're not gonna i mean play, i uh, might accidentally over jump it in mario once in a while so i'm just saying that doesn't seem like yeah the explosions will be triggered when the screen flashes red at a specific <laughs> frequency which game designers would have to implement into their games no thank you i'm good <laughs> oh. there's enough things in real life that'll kill you i don't need to die because i jumped onto yeah. the pipe when the flower came out and bit me okay lucky says the idea of trying your life Trying your, or, fine, I'm sorry, read. what? <laughs> the idea of tying your real life to your virtual avatar has always fascinated me. <laughs> you instantly raise the stakes to the maximum level when, and force people to fundamentally rethink how they interact with the virtual world and the players inside of it. <laughs> Everybody's going to be real fucking nice to each other. That's the Sims version of building a safe house and hiding in it in the real world forever. Just, you're never coming out of your this safe sounds like the bit. plot of like some weird movie. This is like a Hunger Games thing. You yeah. Know? <laughs> We're going to strap a bunch of people into, like, VR helmets, and we're going to, like, weed Watch out Watch the them population. fight to the death. He's like, you know, pumped-up graphics uh, can make uh, a game look more real, but only the threat of actual consequences can make a game feel real. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Thank you. Oh. Uh, he said he... who uh, He said it was an homage to the anime series, but... He uh, says he hasn't yet worked up the balls to use it yet. Of course not. <laughs> uh, and apparently, the uh, like I said, he's not complete. The next uh, version will be, uh, or the next level, he wants to have an anti-tamper mechanism that once you strap into it, you will not be able to uh, remove or destroy the headset. Mortal yeah, Kombat for your tough. life. Or what if we implement this as the new like execution method? There you go. It's I, like, I'm down for that one. Yeah. You know, we strap these killers into the helmet and like, all right, you know, you, get, you want you electric play. chair. Do you want firing squad or do you want VR helmet? Cause you have to play uh you know, mortal Kombat or fucking call of duty or whatever. And we'll give you an hour. If you can stay alive an hour, then we'll, uh, we'll transfer, <laughs> we'll commute your sentence. <laughs> yeah. And just see how long they, uh, they make it. Or you put two, two, uh, prisoners both in the helmets and be like, all right, y'all are playing heads up. Uh, welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. <laughs> One, one can, you know, it basically becomes, uh, what is that, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Running Man? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like, you know. That's a good movie, by the way. Two men enter, one man leave. That's Thunderdome. And also, uh, gonna go back in time. Apparently, anyone who's familiar with the term tramp stamp. Uh, appar- Don't look at me like that. <laughs> uh are you not familiar with Tramp Stamp? Yes, I'm familiar. I don't have one, but I'm familiar. <laughs> well, it's a in modern days, it's a tat- lower back tattoo on a man or even on a woman. But I've apparently, not seen very uh, many men with Tramp Stamps. But apparently, they had thing. originally had a whole different method. Uh, a recent kind of 
dig in Australia. Uh, Aust- oh, fucking Australia. E- Egypt. Egypt. Dude, Egypt. I'm telling you, man, this diet's <laughs> fucking my brain. I can't think without meat. And this is when it all went wrong. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they've, they've started, you know, because we know a lot about, like, I guess Egyptian royalty, like the shit around the pyramids and stuff. But now they are excavating up a town, a, excavating a town where like the the common working class people and learning more about kind of everyday life. Uh, a town called Deir el Medina in Upper Egypt, which actually is in the southern portion of the country, which is is weird. And they've discovered a lot of women with these lower back tattoos that they have determined are actually kind of prayers or blessings for childbirth projection during childbirth because childbirth especially in the pre-medical uh, technological era was i mean hell is dangerous now but it was real fucking dangerous back then yeah so yeah they've they've found several mummies with these yeah you know, and they all kind of vary have different things different designs but they're all basically blessings for a good uh <laughs> yeah. a good blessings of protection on the mother during delivery and afterwards on the children and you know so yeah, that's uh, the secret origin of incantation of a trance stamp. <laughs> it's not butterflies and unicorns. Back in the day, they had actual purposes other than you advertising. They have a purpose now. That's a target. <laughs> I was gonna say it was something to read while you were. You know. No, that's a target. That's <laughs> you pull out and aim. That's the goal. <laughs> Big fucking bullseye, uh, tramp stamp. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh... Oh, and finally, rats discover rats like music. Apparently, angry fish make me giggle. <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with dancing rats? I don't know. Dancing rats make me happy. They give me they give me endorphins. Oh, basically, uh, being able to feel a beat was a trait once only thought to be found in humans and some primates. So, dancing monkeys can be a thing too. Well, monkeys are very closely related to humans, but. If you watch the video, it it gives you all the happies, okay? Because watching the rats bob their heads to, you know, another one bites the dust gives me the happies. It just does it for me. Uh, Yeah, a team from the University of Tokyo uh, started out with two ideas about whether rats could feel the beat. One theory was that the ideal music tempo for beat synchronicity would be determined by the time constraint of the body, not the brain. This is different for all animals and is based on body movement and step frequency and would therefore be faster or smaller animals like rats compared to humans. The second idea was the optimal tempo would be determined by the time constraint of the brain, which, as mentioned, is surprisingly similar across all species. To test their theories, um, I don't know if they had, like, tiny headphones they could put on these rats. It looked like it was... I saw that you didn't watch the video, but it looked like it was motion capture because they had the motion capture thing hooked up to the rats and they could see them bobbing their heads and so yeah they basically played music for rats and uh the and rats not just actually... any music it started with mozart which is i mean you know get your get your high quality entertainment there but it got down to another one bites the dust and watching the rats bob their heads to another one bites the dust gives me all the feels it's great dude i want to see him play some like metal fucking metal you want to see a head banging head banging rat <laughs> Kicks, you know, play some... I don't think the brain stem is wired in quite as hard as it is for humans. I think they might bounce their own little brains loose. Throw, throw on some, like, you know... You don't have to go, like, full death metal. Throw on some Motley Crue. Some kickstart my heart. And... There you go. <laughs> I'm down. So if you can do devil horns with his little paws, like... Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it did say, I don't know if you saw it, but it did say that it seemed to be that they could do it. But they were working better at it. They were able to keep with the beat a lot better when they were bipedal. So that means when they were standing up on their back legs, when they got their front legs up in the air, their heads are bobbing a whole lot more rhythmically, rhythmically. <laughs> Rhythm, yeah, that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got for you this week. Hopefully you should learn some shit. And if you got a pet rat at home, play that fucker some metal and like send me a video if it starts dancing. And we will be right back with some nerd news. And now it's time for all things nerdy in nerd news. And welcome back. It's time for nerd news. Yeah, news. <laughs> See? <laughs> Worked that time. God, I just sacrificed my soul. To- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, got got a few new things for you. Uh We'll start with the the sad news and then try to end it on a positive note, or at least a fucked up note. Either way, but I feel like my childhood is dying. We've we've oh god, we've lost Batman, Kevin Conroy, uh, famous. I mean, dude's been doing it. This is how we did it in the '90s, son. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Conroy has been Batman, you know, in the, at least mostly animated form. For uh, fucking ever. Uh, died at 66. Uh, I believe it was cancer. Uh, but. Yeah dude. It's like. And the sad part is. I even know who this is. I mean I didn't watch a lot of animated Batman. But I even know this voice. This voice is even linked to my childhood. Even though I didn't watch a whole lot of it. It's Do you remember still... who the Joker was? No I don't. Mark fucking Hamill. Oh you're right. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> But yeah, Kevin Conroy was a famous voice actor who, original Batman the Animated Series, I think he actually voiced Batman in like 15 other series through the years. something like that, yeah. A ton of fucking video games. So much to the point that if I read like a Batman book or comic, the the voice voice in my head head. is Kevin Conroy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's what happens after a long I mean, running, a long standing, you know. Fucking iconic. Uh, I mean, like when at Dragon Con we interviewed Jim Cummings, and he started doing like characters from that. <laughs> Winnie I, the Pooh. <laughs> uh, but like, we started doing Darkwing Duck and Hondo, and I was like, I fucking turned into a child. I was like, oh my god, Darkwing Duck is awesome. If I, if <laughs> I ever love gotten to a Duck. chance to meet uh, meet Kevin Conroy, I mean, dude, I would have just Kevin Conroy fucking Milton. You never got a chance to meet Kevin Conroy, is what you said? Yes. Oh, okay. I said if I had ever gotten a chance to oh, okay. meet him, I, I would have probably, talking, like, still talking about Jim Cummings. fucking turned into a child. Uh... I think my caffeine's wearing off. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, he did get to appear as Bruce Wayne uh, in the live action uh, in a... I can't remember which show it was, but it was during, like, the Arrowverse crossover. He played Bruce Wayne from a... from another... another Earth. Mm. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we, okay. we didn't get to see him in the in the cowl, but... Yeah, he was. Uh, he appeared in a, in a bunch of uh, a bunch of that stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, he will definitely be. Like I said, that's a kind of a. I don't normally feel bad about celebrity desk. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. But this one, I was like, oh man, that that fucking bums me out, dude. Yeah, I think you texted me when you found out because I was. I think I was, I was like, at work. You're like, Batman died. I'm like, what? <laughs> Batman died? What are you talking about? Oh, okay. <laughs> And uh, speaking of celebrity death, also from our youth, (laughs) yeah, the OG prop comic, motherfucking Gallagher, oh god, king of the sledgeomatic, has also passed. 
can't look at a watermelon the same ever again. No, Never I look th- at another watermelon, right? Same I way. think like after this, I'm going to the store and buy a watermelon and fuck it up. Just, he, just I mean, in you his can honor. do that because we might have to do a video of it. Might have to film that. <laughs> just uh, in honor of Gallagher, we're gonna smash a couple of watermelons for fun. Maybe we'll make that part of Thanksgiving afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got that. You that can't fucking, eat it anyway, so we're gonna. Yeah, smash we got it. that Halloween pumpkin that's right. Yeah, he Gallagher made it to 76 and was kind kind of stayed on the road forever was like you know you know like most comedians went on to do late night talk shows and and own sitcoms but gallagher was always that like road dude and and because how are you going to translate smashing a watermelon with a sledgehammer into every episode of a sitcom you're just going to happen to come across a truckload of them on the road or i mean but i mean his comedy was i mean the smashing the pumpkins and shit was our watermelons was kind of just the end of the show i mean he was like a very like witty dude and all his uh his freaking stand-up uh acts kind of i don't know like let a me, sillier george carlin let's see if i can remember <laughs> i'm thinking like i remember the uh little newsboy cap on the head and then of course the bell-bottom jeans because this I mean, was the, came 70s. Up in the 70s <laughs> i didn't come up in the 70s my parents I said he did. came up in the 70s <laughs> my father introduced me to gallagher so that's why i know gallagher but yeah the bell-bottom jeans and did you know at one point page he, boy sold, cap he and, uh he decided to take a break and he has a twin brother. He literally sold his act to his brother and his brother would go on tour doing his act. No, I did not. It was called Gallagher too. No, I did not know that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, but yeah. uh, Imagine how that funeral is going to go. At least one of his children has got to smash a watermelon in his honor. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, another, another loss. I'm sad now. I need to go smash something with a, all right, now we have some movie news. First off, Han Solo, aka Harrison Ford, is coming to the MCU. And I have mis- mixed feelings about this because he's already part of such a big part of such a big franchise already. I don't. Apparently I'm gonna have a hard the... time looking at him and not seeing Han Solo. Honestly, it doesn't matter what he looks like. Doesn't matter why he's dressed. I'm gonna see Han Solo. <laughs> Well, apparently he is uh, replacing General Thunderbolt Ross in the upcoming uh, Captain America movie. If you're familiar with that character in comics, he's the one that eventually becomes the Red Hulk. Uh, but the original actor has uh, since passed away, so I guess they had some big plans for that character leading up to the MCU. So now they've cast uh, Harrison Ford to come in and play uh, General Ross, or I think he was like... Senator Ross or something. Or what, no, I think it was like Secretary of Defense. I can't remember what he was. Secretary of Defense, maybe? Yeah, because he, it... was, he was in uh, Civil War. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. We'll uh, we'll see if he gets to... Uh, if uh, Harrison Ford gets to Hulk out. That'll be <laughs> interesting. He's too old to Hulk out. He's going to hurt himself. <laughs> oh. And we also got a couple of trailers. <laughs> near and dear to my heart. Motherfucking John Wick 4, finally. Coming okay, that out, looked bad as hell. Coming out March 24th, so a couple days before my birthday. Did you see the cowboy scene? I mean, come on. The cowboy scene. You didn't see him on the horse. He's on a horse. Oh, yeah, the like horse chasing scene, dudes on a horse on the through the horse desert. Chasing, shooting in the desert. It's awesome. Uh, why not make John Wick a cowboy? Oh, and you see, like, because last we seen him, he got betrayed by Winston and got thrown off a building and rescued by... Lawrence Fishburne, the the leader of the the homeless guys that <laughs> yeah are are not part of the the table of assassins. He's like, 
you know, bringing him a suit. He's like, every man needs a suit if he's going to, for a wedding. If you're going to get married or you're going to go to your funeral, you got to have, you got to look good. And of course he gets dressed up in the suit and he's like, but I need a gun. <laughs> and he just smiles at him. And then the gun he gets, oh my God, Terran Tactical Sand Viper. I was in love. It's far, so I'd have to sell my car to buy that gun. It's stupid expensive, but <laughs> Is Terran... the next one on the wish on the list. Oh, like I said, I'd have to sell some. I'd have to sell one of the children to buy that gun. We're not going to sell one of the children. We, can, we we should have sold one of your kidneys while we were in Mexico. We could have gotten money for that. Yeah, but you so didn't want to do that. That's an original gun. Yeah, if you if you know who Terran Tactical is, he is like the. If you see a Hollywood movie with badass gunplay, they've probably gone and trained with. He's the gun instructor of the stars. The guy's like more won more competitive shooting awards than than anyone. And you know, and all those badass videos of uh, 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 John Wick. Uh, fuck, like uh, what? I blanked on his like actual real name. Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Keanu Reeves and uh, Bill. It's uh, Bill. What's her name? Or Ted. The, one of the two. I don't remember. From the, uh, Ted, the previous movie. Um, Halle Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Them going through those gun drills. That's Terran Tactical's range in California. So, of course, I mean, hell, in the last couple of movies, they've been Terran Tactical Combat Master Glocks that uh, John Wick has preferred. So now he's upgraded to the, the new fancy uh, gun Terran is making, the, the Sand Viper. But yeah, the action and stuff. And I, oh, the one where he's like, the guy's like in the church with him. He's like, so if you come to say goodbye, he's like, no, I came to say, you know, hello or whatever. He's like, do you think your wife can actually hear you? He's like, no. He said, then why do you do this? Because I might be I wrong. I might be wrong. <laughs> and then he's like, you know you're going to die, right? And he's like, yeah, but not today. Not. And then he goes, maybe not. You know, just, <laughs> so yeah, I can't fucking wait to see those those movies. I mean, mm-hmm. as, as a gun guy and a martial arts guy, I'm like, they're fucking perfect. It's Keanu Reeves. That's all I need. I'm good. <laughs> and we've got a Witcher uh, prequel, looks like. Witcher Blood Origin. Uh, kind of the teaser trailer for that. Uh, I, I don't remember it. when the release date. Oh, yeah. It comes out uh, Christmas Day. I watched it. I don't really understand how the two tie in, but I think I'm going to have to. Well, it have is to a see prequel. It, it has well, no to kidding. Do with but, I mean, or whatever. It's kind of, I guess. A couple of the main characters look like elves. I'm just saying they have pointy ears. If, if you're a fan of fantasy, uh, uh, whatnot, Lord of the Rings type of yeah, shit, it does. They, they look, look like elves, so it's it, uh, yes, they're elves. They got the pointy. But it does have. Uh, oh God, I can't remember her name now. The actress from uh, Shang Chi. The aunt. Oh yeah, uh, she's also in uh, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes, that one. She looks awesome. I yeah. mean, this woman is doesn't so, age. So she I'm, looks I'm, amazing. But I, I'm, I'm all guessing about there's going to be some like you know badass fighting and. I'm not a fantasy guy. I, I don't generally like swords and sorcery shit, but everyone was raving and I never played the games either. And everyone's raving about the Witcher. So I finally was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to watch it. And I'm like, this shit is fucking awesome. It was good. So I will definitely give this a shot. Uh, I mean, when Henry it comes Cavill, out. I'm just saying, but still <laughs> I had to add that one to the spank bank, you know, I don't think he's in this one. No, this I know orange. he's not in this one, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> and but she finally, is, and she's fine too. Finally. Oh, God. No. Probably the most fucked up thing I've seen in a, in a long time. And you know me. I, I watch a lot of weird shit. For me to say something's fucked up, you know it's got to be bad. I don't know if I can do this one or not. I don't know there, if I'm going to have to be really freaking hammered to watch There this was a cursed image picture going around forever of this horror movie based on Winnie the Pooh called 
Blood uh, and Honey. Blood and Honey. But they finally released a trailer for it. Oh, it's so messed up. Oh, it's my so God. so messed it's, up. It's, if you were an 80s kid, you it's know. It's like Hostel or some weird slasher movie. But Christopher Robbins and Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. You know, Eeyore. I love Eeyore. Eeyore's my man. <laughs> Poor little depressed donkey is great. But it's messed up. <laughs> it's just messed up. Apparently, Christopher Robin left the Hundred Acre Woods for too long and they all went. Everybody went feral. Went we all. Feral. <laughs> everybody went feral. We're going to kill everybody and eat them all. And the art. The. Artwork. If you saw the trailer and you looked at this character that I think is supposed to be Piglet, he looks like a wild boar because he's got tusks coming out. <laughs> it's fucking Bebop. Piglet. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. It's, it's Piglet and Bebop had a baby and in there, out from this twisted, terrible thing came this creature. It's horrifying oh, yeah. it, looking. It, just the original picture was like something was nightmare fuel that trailer is like oh fuck it's disturbing <laughs> i mean i have to see it just it's like it's kind of like you know looking at a car crash but yeah it's I'm, like, I'm gonna have to see it but it is fucking weird it's fucked up looking it's messed up oh. i don't know about that i'm gonna have to work it up work up i don't recall when the i think we're gonna watch that, that was, something but, uh, when the kids are not at home because oh, no. they show the kids that one. <laughs> I've shown the kids a lot of messed up things in my day. I mean, Carly loves Joe's apartment, which is wrong. But anyway, I think we might have to put that one on the other on the list. That you know, wait till the kids are out of town. Well, that's all I got for you this week. Uh, check us out on cigarnerdpodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network at esonetwork.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and the YouTube's at Cigar Nerd Pod. Uh, get your sweet smoking shirts at realmensmokecigars.com. Uh, and you can get your energy drinks at strikeforceenergy.com, promo code Cigar Nerds. And with that, we're not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> and this has been a recording of the Cigar Nerd Podcast. We're your hosts, Smoking Joe and Brad Jackson. Join us next time for more adventures in nerddom. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.